Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 139, Pigeons and Twists. I have a confession, the audio in this episode, not ideal. I was using the wrong microphone and didn't realise till the end. Jessica's audio, for some reason, recorded on the same track as my audio. It was a real task to edit, which is partly why it took quite so long. It is listenable, but it's not high quality. Am I referring to (laughs) the audio quality or the content there? Who's to say? Uh, But I I think it's still quite fun. Um, Next time, I'm going to make sure I'm wearing this headset, because it's a lot better. Uh, In the meantime, enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah. yeah. Still here. Still here. Still uh, chugging along. So, I've got a banana that I... Got a banana. Probably going to try and eat during the podcast and will inevitably pick absolutely the worst moments to try and peel and eat a banana. Yep. yep. Oh, Audacity is telling me that our disk space remaining uh, for recording is 30 hours and 37 minutes. So, oh, no, we better uh, get on with it then. Yeah, we've put those soliloquies back in. You know how with the intro, we say what we've done? Yeah. What have you done, Rosie? What have you done? My first point is that the most exciting thing in my life is that Knives Out 2 is filming. That is exciting. I mean, it truly that is. is. Very exciting. That is um, very exciting. And if I'd had the energy to do the top five we were meant to do today, that would have been an amazing segue. Yeah, oh, that would have been a great segue. Well, well, we'll, we'll just save it. But like, my personality might week. be being replaced next by... Next week. <laughs> next episode. Benoit Blanc watch. Um, they're in Greece. He's dressed like Cary Grant in that film where Cary Grant's on a boat. I, like, everyone's in it. I'm very excited about Knives Out 2, Jessica. Which I'm is very exciting, it. but... When did we last record? Like, I don't know, some time ago. And that's the most exciting thing. That's that's the headline on my intro list. Well, they're making a third psych movie, so that's also... Now that in, there's going to be a new Good Omens series. I'm quite excited about that, because um, I really like John Finnamore, who's co-writing it. Yes. That makes me feel... Promising. It's in safe hands. Yes, um, and I believe there was there was always an intention to write a sequel. Mm. And it, but it didn't happen. But there were there were ideas afoot already. So Terry would approve. Yes, it's 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 fine. It's all fine. It's all been signed off. We were saying that we feel that we do things like it's not like I sit around all day, but we haven't actually like done anything. Like yeah, been like, to I the cinema like, been on a, or yeah, been on an outing, had a or, day of fun. Yeah, that's I think that's what's lacking uh, the the day of fun aspect of the show at the moment. It's just Rosie and Jessica. We're yeah. very heavy on the first half of the um, show. There, yeah, it's really difficult to, uh, when the premise. Well, the ve- I mean, the premise of the show is two people uh, sporadically speaking to each other. <laughs> Things we do or make or see on the internet. Our tagline is something like that. I don't remember. But we don't do anything, and we don't see anything. So it's just on the making. That's been pretty thin on the ground recently. So spoiler alert for Needle and Fed. So really, it's just things we've seen on the internet. I was going to go and see Fast and Furious uh, 9, but um, I'm tired. Now, 
is that particularly tragic given I can literally see the cinema from my living room? Uh, so my previous thing was I live so close to the cinema I can leave at the advertised start time and still see the trailers because I'm not interested in the adverts but I am interested in the trailers oh I can leave well after the advertised start time and just roll on in especially if you've already bought your ticket and you can just present your QR code as you walk in and we live uh, buses go past I live on a road with buses going past but it, what we realised is, is that now bus advertising is so effective that it can reach us in our living room. Because <laughs> we were sitting in the living room and a bus went past and we went, oh, we should go and see Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they're thinking about that. They're thinking about the people who are, it's reaching on transport, but not the people who are sitting in their living rooms with a cat. <laughs> yes, so I was going to do that. And we thought, we sort of pinned down a date. And then yesterday we went, no, I'm quite tired. So I've not done that. But... More movies are coming out this month and next month, so uh, hopefully I will see some movies. It's not quite um, that spring when I was unemployed and just basically lived in the BFI, but we're getting there, Jessica, we're getting there. getting there. I'm going to go to a market next month. Oh, what market are you going to? Uh, there's a market. Like like just, just a local market? Okay. There's a local market that they do every month. That's like oh, arts, that's arts and, um, and like nice baked goods and things. The name of the market is the name of the road. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. I'm, I more meant like, is it like a specific kind of market? Or rather than what exactly what will your location be on this specific date? Or is it just, are you just going to get some fruit and veg? <laughs> it's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's not like I want to buy loads of blank VHS tapes and uh, fruit and veg. <laughs> um, no, I, it's, it's um, a little pop-up market that they do uh, once a month. And you get, you know, food things that you could take home like baked goods or you could get your your hot lunch there yeah also i bought some really nice earrings last time i went so you also get like makers and things and it's just very like gentrifying <laughs> right yep <laughs> sorry not sorry i cannot you know as i say goldsmiths didn't have a costa opposite it when i when i went to goldsmiths but when i left it did <laughs> if i'd done a longer course there would have been a starbucks there are a few things i would like to um use my powers for uh, to bring to bring to my high street that would be really useful because i live very close to the high street so it's really really good but if it had a starbucks i would be happier i mean sure i can only be myself jessica capitalist swine <laughs> oh and the terrible thing is that it's i get starbucks delivered to work and so it's like <laughs> capitalism on on i was like you know what could only make this worse the gig economy <laughs> that's some poor poor motorcyclist has to come down the road with my coffee and guess what i love it it's the best so that's that's uh what i've been doing but i've been uh i've been mainly settling in oh i mean i will tell you i have a really great project on the go which is is that my house is a um i live in a house share we have three housemates but all of us have moved in in the last five months and and the house is gently full of people who don't live here's stuff so we are clearing out uh, slowly but surely because we don't want to burn ourselves out but also we'd quite like to get it clear um there was so much clothing in one of the rooms um because there's like a weird little storage room that so there is an, and an office and a big cupboard top uh, on, on the stairs so like it's not like it was in everyone's bedrooms everyone's bedrooms were clear but um, yeah, there was so much clothing in one in the storage room that it honestly looked like somebody who lived here might have been raptured, um, because that was so like we just could not get over. And we were like, "What's in this thing?" Expecting it to be like 
like we found some old pillows i've just got in the bin like really cheap pillows that's fine i was like oh this is probably a bin bag full of like things like that that somebody didn't want and it's been left behind and be like no more clothes just another bin bag full of clothes um we found a t-shirt with a uh uh message that was both sweary and vulgar (laughs) um that i sort of desperately wanted to keep because it's so terrible and so extremely off my brand um, that uh, I nearly kept it and now I've lost it in the bags to go to the charity shop so I'm very sorry to the charity shop <laughs> but I'm not going through those bags again to find the rude shirt but I did get a denim jacket <laughs> and at first I was like I'm going to get so many clothes and we'll, we can put them on Depop and get loads of cash um, no I'm not doing that there's too many and also they are so small I, I got one denim jacket and I I assume that belonged to somebody else because if it belonged to the person who left all the other clothes, maybe she went camping in this <laughs> denim jacket because it's it fits me. Um, so we're we're going through. We went through uh, all the DVDs uh, this week um, and had to tidy up because there's quite a like there's some which are definitely worth having, like the Indiana Jones box set, the Back to the Future box set, the Lord of the Rings film. Like that feels like if I were to set up a house share. I'd go to some charity shops and like buy some specific DVDs to put in. But I'll tell you what no one expects to find Jessica. And that's a a box set of every episode. And I'd like to stress also, this box set is unopened. It is still in plastic, which makes it even more sinister. An unopened box set of every episode of Round the Twist. I mean, have you ever have you ever felt like this? Uh, no, and I really feel like that is the beginning of an episode of Round the Twist, is finding a box set of Round the Twist. Strange, strange things happen. On the front of it, it's like a montage, it's got like little pictures from all the from different episodes, and on one of them, a boy is vomiting. And fun, fun, I, I, you shared that picture the other day, and I looked at it, and I thought, I remember the episodes that these are from, the one where people are covered in spaghetti is because someone has exploded spaghetti onto them. I briefly worked in marketing and at no point did I think, I think what will really grab people into this is if there is a picture of a boy regurgitating a mystery substance. Mid spew. (laughs) That's such a weird program. I I don't think, yeah, I think if I watched it now, I would be horrified. I remember one episode and that's the one where someone wheezes on a tree and gets pregnant, um, which actually counts for sex education in some schools. Some I remember watch like watching it whenever it was on and really enjoying some episodes and being like fine and just then other episodes probably gently traumatized by them. It was such an odd program. It had to- tonally it was all over the place. Because sometimes it would be like wacky adventures about like the kids living in a lighthouse. That is a show I would like to watch. And other times it would be like body the horror. The boy's slowly turning into a mermaid and he has too many sets of fingernails. Yeah. Um uh i do remember there was an episode over somebody had like put up a sign about no gingers allowed and somebody kept emphatically saying that they were strawberry blonde and so (laughs) since i've anyone has mentioned strawberry blonde my brain has gone like round the twist for the last i would say 22 years 23 years and Uh, yeah so uh, that's that's one of the things uh, i now own and i have brought i was telling you this we foolishly had a virtual cup of tea two days ago and got out all of our quality stories. Yeah, and when I say quality stories, it was like, this, <laughs> this is it. This done is nothing. it. Yep. Um, is that I have brought one of my DVDs. Okay, there is a moth flying around. So I'm very sorry if at any point the audio goes and I, you hear me um, delivering some of the worst swears at a moth. <laughs> I see a moth and I just become a different person. Um, <laughs> Donkeys! <laughs> and I am, I am like Betsy Trotwood with donkeys. 
uh, yeah, I, I brought one DVD to this house. I brought my Moonrise Kingdom DVD. Uh, and actually your box set of Psych Season 2, but that doesn't really count because yep. it just was at yep. my house, so I couldn't leave it behind. Um, so I brought one DVD. It's my DVD of Moonrise Kingdom, <laughs> which is one of the DVDs <laughs> in this house. So this house now has two copies of Moonrise Kingdom, which I feel is it's good to have a backup. Yeah, you know? I, yep, I, I, I think that. So our project is um, going through... There's an amazing tray in the kitchen that has owls of great britain on it oh wow there are lots of things where we go oh how the heck do we get rid of that and other ones where occasionally i just go that's mine now that's my tea tray that's my like tin tray it looks like something somebody would bring out a guide camp um with owls of great was, britain it did make me think of the uh, the methodist holiday homes tea towel that was in the that was in the shed um so that's kind of what what we do is occasionally we'll go there's a bit of a pole because a previous per- and I say a pole like literally like a pole dancing pole because someone who lived here used to have the entire living room taken over by their pole dancing setup but they left a bit of the pole um, which I would say is quite integral uh, so we've got a but it's just a bit of pole you know <laughs> I've got that to, to deal with what larks I've got to stretch there out is. I don't know why I constantly if I have to do a Skype call my instinct is to sit on the floor yeah you did this you did this the other day and then I lose all the feeling in my legs because I sit with my leg crossed if you ever want a good time try and put a leg that's got pins and needles into a flip flop <laughs> that's a treat ah good times <laughs> really good my god I mean I I don't believe that the government is handling uh, lifting coronavirus restrictions at all well, but I cannot wait <laughs> for outside entertainment. Yeah, I know. Or, as I've been saying all along, they should have just, uh, like the purge, legalised drugs while this went on as a treat. Uh, I can't believe that it's um, July of the following year. I just, I mean, don't get me started. I've had to say that twice today because I got started. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but they love borders so much and then they said that and then there was a virus that we, you had the perfect opportunity to <laughs> use border control that wasn't it. racism and they were like nah come on in I'm like what the water's fine there's room enough for everyone cough cough um just baffling they were like oh we're <laughs> we're like horribly racist unless you're the coronavirus in which case you're our favorite race of all you've, you've got you've got started again I've got started again. Well, because I run a shop. I know in two weeks' time, people are going to start turning up trying not to wear masks. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold your horses. <laughs> not everyone in this building is fully vaxxed. Also, uh, I now believe that everybody is gross. Yeah, that is that is the general problem. I would love it if we learned from this to be a society where if you feel a bit under the weather that you're okay to go out, you wore a mask. But instead, we've turned masks into like this shackle that people can't wait to get rid of. What a nice thing to be like, oh, I might have a little tickle in my throat. Definitely don't want to give that to anyone. I'll pop on a mask. That would be nice. That would be nice. I'm going to do that. Me too. Also, I own loads of masks. Oh, yeah, exactly. Also, yeah, now I have loads of masks. Can I turn them into clothing? I don't think so. I've, uh, I've, I've been to the allotment a bit. You've been to the allotment loads. Um, I contribute by uh, now having a steady supply of pallets. Yeah, I've got some good pallet pallet woods that we can take pallets apart. Lovely, they make lovely um, path edges, and the ones that have the uh, like the 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 big pallets that have like the the wider planks of wood, uh, they make good raised beds. Yeah, well, uh, the uh, Norwegian wool situation—they seem to have resolved. 
by they just um, send it through the pallet delivery people. So now every time I order uh, my drops yarn from Norway, I get a free pallet. That's nice of them. <laughs> How many more structures do you want on your allotment? Because I know at the moment it's like, oh, that's handy. But there's going to come a point where I'm just going, Jessica, would you like to build? I think the thing about pallets and allotments is that the uh, the possibilities are limitless. Okay, great, because I'm picturing having to build so... a miniature Angel of the North, an Angel of the North London. Well, yeah, exactly. At some point, you just you just reach for the modern sculpture option. You don't want any recla- reclaimed wood tables, do you? I've got those coming up the wazoo. Uh, how's the allotment? How's the allotment going? Uh, it's going well. I planted out all my tomatoes the other day. Actually, I've got two more plants to go out, but they I saved them later uh, because the first sowing didn't come up, so they um, were a bit small. So they'll go out next week. Um, can we discuss how, uh, but but half an hour ago in the family group chat, you've yeah. accidentally grown uh, poisons? Well, okay, they're nightshades, which tomatoes and potatoes and peppers are all also nightshades. But these are some shadier but ones. These are ones that I did not intend to grow. They were, um, they're, they're a weed that has found their way into the compost because it's homemade compost. Uh. So they've come up as seedlings and I've thought there was something else and then when they stopped being seedlings i was like that's not what i was expecting you to be i don't know what you are but you look questionable i know what this is jessica this is an episode of round the twist this is an episode of round the twist they're in the bin now well they're in the bin now in an episode of round the twist (laughs) but you're gonna have a knock on the door later from a a nightshade weed yeah Yeah. you shouldn't have nightshade weed on that tree (laughs) 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 terrible what a just a goblin program I, I wrote down something on my notes that is something that you, you said to me, Jessica. Don't understand. No, it's uh, that you've basically put down a, a it's a proposition of um, a taxonomy of viewing, which is that, uh, and I've done it with them little crocodiles that show greater than. Yeah, so yeah. it goes YouTube to telly to a made for telly movie to an actual movie, and I, I am very much stuck at the YouTube. Uh, YouTube. YouTube end of things. Um, the only television I can currently get my brain to watch is Glow Up. Well, there you go. You've moved on to you've moved on to the second one. That's that's actual. Yeah, telly. I mean, I feel that you could then break down the telly thing into okay, into yeah, into genres or um, yeah, quality, reality, <laughs> uh, competitive skill based elimination format competition programming. <laughs> your Glow Ups, your drag races. Uh, yeah, and I just really like that as a little, a little. Um, it's not even. It's like a, it's not even a taxonomy. It's like a, a journey. I've made a flowchart. I think is what I've done. If you if you wish to use it as a as a way to, as a way to move to 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 change uh, what style of media you consume, mm. then you could use it as a flowchart. You could use it as a, as a Gantt chart. You could make a Gantt chart out of it. Yeah. Put a few little little yes and no back, switchbacks on it. I could do with a Gantt chart. Do you want to come and uh, be the co-manager of the shop? Sure, I love a Gantt chart. You know what? I think you could—you genuinely could make one for watching TV. Are you? Do you want to watch? Look at a screen. Yes. Move on to the next one. No. Then go and do something else. Uh, Stop looking at this Gantt chart. Yeah. Do you have more than twenty minutes? Yes. Yes or no? Are you capable of following a story? Yes or no? Absolutely not. Do you? And then, then you'd need a separate one for. Or, or you'd need a really expansive one at the bottom for like then working out what genre of things you want. But to be honest, my selection of genres is usually quite slim, so probably I wouldn't need to bother with that. 
or what I'm saying is a lot of genres would be automatically eliminated. I don't need to work out whether or not I want to watch a horror movie. I watched three movies this weekend, which is good because I've been not watching movies. Very good. Two of them are the same that you watched. What was the other one that we watched? We watched Bill and Ted Face the Music and we watched Luca on Sunday. Of course. I, cou- I couldn't remember what we'd watched together. Yeah. Our Sunday tea time was thrown off course because our parents have selfishly gone on holiday. Um, so we couldn't uh, watch Time Team with them. So instead we watched Luca, which is the new Pixar film, which has gone on Disney Plus without even having to pay extra money for it. And the people who made it at Pixar yeah, I that. Uh, just a bit, a bit mad. Which I think is fair. I think it's fair. Yeah, they were like they, they, the consensus seemed to be we we understand doing it for Soul, which came out like at the height of the pandemic when no one knew what was happening and but we you know, they're a bit disappointed that it happened a second time without any effort to They put Cruella behind a paywall. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I've not seen Cruella, but I'm pretty sure that Luca is about a film than Cruella. Um, yeah. I mean will I watch Cruella? Yes. Luca yeah. was really, really cute. I thought it was most enjoyable. And they said my, well, some of my favourite Italian words, which are from the uh, announcements at Disneyland Paris. Ragazza, ragazzi. It means boys and girls. Well, girls and boys. I can't wait to go back to Disneyland. Anyway, so I watched movies. And I also watched The Old Guard on Netflix, which was really good. And they're about to start doing a sequel, which is really good because it screams sequel poten- potential. I see. Uh, yes, I watched Luca and I watched uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which I thought was excellent. Mm-hmm. Do you have a song? I do have a song. See, I managed to write notes and everything. Oh, hang on, let me put my book down because I'm about to drop my laptop. Uh, my song this week is, I don't know why I need to look at my notes because I knew what it is. It is uh, Shadows of the Night by Pat Benatar because it was played on TV a few weeks ago and it's been stuck in my head for a while. Mine is Blues Run the Game by Headless Heroes. Came up on a playlist I was listening to and now it's on the shop playlist the shop playlist has doubled in size it's still too short <laughs> it needs to be so much longer I don't know any more music <sighs> help snacks of the week what are your snacks I've gone for dried mango Ooh! so I bought a bag the other day in the supermarket and it's very tasty and delicious I've gone for discount pastries because oh. on Sunday I had to buy milk and there was some discount shoe buns because it was Sunday and it was like four or five o'clock. And then yesterday I went to do my big shop and the Morrison's 50p bags of donuts are back. They they disappeared for several weeks at my Morrison's. <sighs> Very stressful. But they've come back and then yesterday I, met, I found loads were marked down from 50p to 25p. Oh my great! So I got a bag of the pink lemonade ones. I probably wouldn't buy them again unless they were 25p. But they were perfectly fun, and also they were five pence a donut. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I yeah, I feel the same way about the chocolate orange ones that I had the other week. Oh, interesting. They they were nice, but I would rather have just had a jam one. I think. Oh, I'm team custard all the way. Needle and thread. Needle and thread. Jessica. Rosie. I finished my big ass blanket. Oh, my greyhounds. Ding ding ding. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. I'm looking at it right now. I ran out of yarn. I I kept weighing it and I turned at the, like, with plenty of time to spare. And and I I ended up running out. Luckily, I had a ball of the same kind of yarn, but in a different colour that I hadn't used because it was too close to a colour I used earlier, but not different enough to be different. So I had to stick this weird end in. Also, I think I was doing my decreases wrong on one side. And so I think it's a bit 
long on one side so it's kind of got this weird not quite in shape bright pink point on it but I folded it over so you can see the side that looks like it was meant to look and everyone says it's people have been very kind about it it's just I know that there's a big big big, pink bit hanging off it but it's super cozy maybe that's like your deliberate um your deliberate mistake because otherwise it would be hubris so my bedroom has french windows and a lemon mint plant that has got woefully out of control just in front of the french windows but anyway the other week i got up and i got out of bed and i opened my french windows and i pulled my armchair to just in front of them and i wrapped myself in my blanket and i had my tea it was the absolute best jessica so it was really good i even did it on one of the days it was really hot because my bedroom is north facing and on the ground floor and only has one bit of uh window you'd hate this room jessica it's gloomy it's a gloomy room so i currently operate entirely on two lamps and the weird strip of multicolored leds the previous tenant wrap uh, stuck to the wall um which i like to set i when we watched luca i set them to a kind of turquoise so they were marine did, yeah. um i don't i tell you what what i've noticed over the past the past year the past winter especially and i blame lockdown for it i've become a i've become a, a, a top light user Never used to like a top light because it's not like a cozy, a cozy light. But now I'm like, well, it's gloomy. Put all the lights on. That's, that's bad times. Um, but I finished my blanket. I mean, I will say that although this room is gloomy, having enough lamp. I, I, once I get, I'm going to put some more lamps around. Gloomy, you can then turn into cozy with enough lamps. Um, you can, yes. And obviously, once I get the top light fixed. Um, but yeah, having having my blanket and my big armchair and my soon-to-be footstool, uh, and I open my French windows. Uh, and the, last night I had to have them open ages because I was trying to get a fly out of my room. I was flapping a towel at it because I then learned people on the internet told me that I should turn all the lights off in my room and then turn the light on in the hallway because it will fly out and look at the the light. But then it was do, it was stuck. It wasn't moving. So I trying to get it move. I was flicking a towel at it, um, and it was very catch him dairy. Ha oh, ha. Oh. Yeah, Maureen, you know he's hanging behind the door. So I finished my blanket and it was. It was such a big project, Jessica, and I became a monogamous knitter. So I cast on something as a cheeky treat. So cheeky now treat. I'm going to try and keep going on my one on one new one old, so I can have a new one and then I finish an old one because obviously yeah. eventually I'll run out of old ones and I can get back down to a normal level. But I've cast on. Oh my god, the gloom is the gloom is happening, Jessica. I've got blue sky here. I'm holding it up for you. This is the outline tank by Jessie May, who did the. Um, what the heck is it called? The little the little ripple bralette I did last year. Oh yeah. Um, I know. And this one is a is a bigger is more of a top. And it has I'm just doing the body at the moment and it's taking forever because it's uh oversized and in four ply. So it's just big. <laughs> um yeah, it's a little vest top and the outline bit of it, which is why it's called the outline tank, is that um before you get to the straps you drop a stitch all the way down and round different edges and it makes this outline it's i'm very i can't wait to do that that's going to be so satisfying so i'm doing that and this is in some yarn by peak district yarns um which i who we actually stock at the shop but um that she did a giveaway uh, uh and you could nominate people to win and my friend janelle nominated me the yarn is pooling like very obviously which yeah. i don't love but i think it will work itself out never mind and yeah the colorway is called i heart rhubarb and it's very rhubarby 
It's very rhubarby. And it's um, merino and linen, so it'll be really nice for the summer. So I'm knitting that, and then when I finish that, I shall finish an old project, and then I can have a new one. Very good. Uh, I am um, still I'm still doing the crochet blanket. Haven't done any. It's ongoing. I've made nothing. But I did I did gardening instead. Yeah, you did the other kind of sew, which I never spell right. S O. Yeah, I always write S E W in my defence. I literally run a sewing shop. I then I remembered that I remembered that uh, you can also spell sew just S O. It's S O W. Not to be confused with sow because I don't keep livestock. My legs have gone to sleep again. Carry on. Oh no! Actually, so is mine. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Hey. So I I read now. Reading's my thing. It's very exciting. Um, Good. I started by reading middle grade books in the in the beginning of the year, and now I have moved on to exclusively reading cozy murder mysteries, <laughs> most of which are quite poor. Diabolical. Yeah, uh, I talked in the last one about reading the Amish shop mysteries. Yep. But I found on Libby that our library has a series by Maggie Sefton called The Knitting Shop Mysteries. Oh, hello. There are 14 of them, and the first three are on Libby. Uh, I've just read the second one, and then I've taken the detour to read a book by Simon Brett called The Clutter Corps about what a professional declutterer who finds uh, is like she help she finds a corpse in a hoarded house. <gasps> so that's that's what I read. But the Knit One Kill Two is the first book by Maggie Sefton. Um, they're all like the puns. Are, the titles are amazing. It makes me feel very confident that I could write a mystery book because the mystery element is like not not taxing. Not taxing. Like you see them work out who it is. And it's not like a grand reveal. You're like, yep, we think he did it because he is this. He did it because he is this. But I enjoyed it. Uh, it's really funny from a knitting perspective as well, because the main character doesn't know how to knit, but inherits her aunt's house, which is opposite a knitting shop that her aunt used to frequent. So she And her aunt is murdered, is the premise of the first book. Right, and right, she, goes, right, right. she goes in and meets them, and then obviously learns to knit. And then they... Um, there's a bit where she first learns to knit in the round. It's like, and she couldn't believe that if you joined it in, in the round, but you only had to knit, and yet it produced stocking stitch. What a miracle! And they just <laughs> will have a page that's just a description of how knitting works, but in a fiction, like, written as though it's narrative. It's really funny. I screenshot some choice paragraphs that just go, oh, I know, you know, casting on is like, it's very funny. Um, but I've been enjoying those. Well, it sounds like they did more research than whoever wrote the uh, Aurora Tea Garden that involved a pair of pinking shears. Yeah. I think the person who wrote them knits a lot. Also, like, she has a Rottweiler. The main character in the book has a Rottweiler. Rottweiler? I see, I see. Yeah, it's one of them. Uh, so there's a comedian on Twitter I really like called Vinnie Thomas who does these videos that are often, like, animals in different situations. There's an amazing one. Like a bird going to a wedding or, like, a fly. The a... fly who won't leave your house. He's like, oh, I did not know there were so many doors, but I could not possibly go out. Anyway, he did one this week about a pigeon at Pride. <laughs> He's be like, yes, queen, yeah, throw, throw us some bread. Yeah, I love your float. <laughs> throw us... Throw us some bread. And obviously it's a lot better and it's a really, really funny sketch. He's called Vinny Thomas and he's on Twitter. And uh, his videos really make me laugh. Okay, and my final one. Right, so after my housemate and I watched Bill and Ted face the music, 
I we got distracted and we started watching YouTube videos. And I got to show uh, my housemate. Oh no! Farewell, Mister Bunting. <laughs> 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 uh, which which I remembered because I was doing this day of fun in history for the Twitter. If you don't follow us on Twitter, then you are missing out on me writing commentary on our old episodes. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, and I and it got linked to it and Farewell Mr. Bunting is a Saturday Night Live sketch which is one of the things that is amazing to watch someone watch so we watched, oh we started it because uh, I was singing The Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny because um, Bill and Ted, Little less Preston and Theodore Logan, Spot the Rock, Doc Ock and Hulk Hogan and so then we had to watch that and then we just started on a YouTube rabbit hole so we watched farewell mr bunting and um i scream laughed and uh, fell off my bed and then and then we <laughs> we watched an amazing video which is um there's a video game called hitman which is like a first person shooter and you're a hitman and um, he's got a shooter and then there's a somebody made real life hitman which is where it's all like actors and there's the guy in, in your somebody obviously is with a camera following this guy and you go through and you do Tasso and you'll be like kill him he just goes bang and the actor he's pretending she falls down it's not real anyway yeah. they did this i don't know why but potentially just so that they could get celebrities to pretend to play real life hitman and there's a really great one which is the chuckle brothers play hitman <laughs> and um and the best bit is when they find that you know what round you see all these people who are like npcs in the game and this is like a woman cleaning <laughs> you get one of them chuckle brothers going itter itter and the other one goes no don't itter and it's amazing so the chuckle brothers playing him and i'll oh, put him away we don't need him anymore uh, is is astonishing itter <laughs> um i'm obviously this entire time just envisaging uh james a caster doing uh, grand theft auto with alex horn riding by on a tiny child's tricycle yep yeah, it is kind of that principle except they're in like a full-blown manor house like right, there yeah, was yeah, yeah. what is baffling about that is there is a lot of budget going into having all these actors and the location and the chuckle brothers <laughs> um maybe it's some kind of deranged millionaire situation and it's like what i want it yeah um so those, those are what i have seen this week probably seen loads of other stuff yeah same just that i can't immediately i was late to record this because i was watching sostein make a chemise a la reine and she um, it talked a lot about the television program A Stitch in Time, which Amber Butchard presented. Yes, she did. Yes. I don't think it was lockdown. I think it was when I was living at our parents' house in like 2019. So before, after I, while I was running the shop and we had it all recorded and we watched it all. And the way like our dad loves Bernadette Banner sewing videos, um, he really, he thought it was just an absolutely great program. And, and so I find it really uh, funny that all these American um, historical costumers I watch on YouTube love this BBC4 one-off six-part series. <laughs> um, I was watching Sosteen and then I suddenly realised it was four o'clock when we were meant to record. But yeah, that's that's why I watch tons. I've been watching... Jessica has introduced me to loads of her allotment stuff, which I know we've talked about before. Um, yep, yep. It's raining again. Uh, I've got blinding sunshine here. Uh, it's been piddling it down here. Squinting in the living It room. was really, really loud and earlier, and I because I work in my studio, and it's got these. It's it's just you can really hear it coming. My studio is in a basement, and 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 it, you can really hear it when it gets really rainy. But it's quite nice because oh, it doesn't because there's nowhere for the rain to come in at an angle. So if I open my door that leads out of the studio, no rain isn't coming in, but I can sit and listen to the rain. Yeah. 
you can just enjoy it. I nearly got trapped in Hobbycraft the other day because the rain was so strong. You know, when you get to the door and you're like, oh, I'm not going to go out just yet. I'll just stand here for a bit. I mean, I, I would be quite happy to be it. trapped in Hobbycraft. Although I do get lots of adverts on YouTube. This has started about two weeks ago. I get loads of Hobbycraft adverts on YouTube. And I think I probably won't go and buy my craft supplies at Hobbycraft. I will. They have a much bigger range. But <laughs> I'm like, hey, like if I ran a bookshop and I got an Amazon advert. <laughs> um, but also they have a, a they, they've got a flat a flat tin roof was probably not tin i've got a flat metal roof it's like a retail park thing so it's like one of those giant hangar shops um but it's so loud on the roof and then there's a screen up at the tills and then everyone's got a mask on so it was just uh, me and the lady behind the till were just having to sh- like shout Sorry, at each you. Other, just these please <laughs> it was it was intense Blimey. well yeah it's just been on an awful day here right i'm gonna go and eat a muffin Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a pick a film because you know gotta gotta keep on the on your one a day. I've watched like thirty five this year, so I I mean I suppose I could start doing two a day for the rest of the year to catch up, but that feels very ambitious for someone who has a job and whose brain doesn't even like to watch telly, let alone movies. Quite yeah, if you're time. stuck at the YouTube point of the uh, flowchart, trying to I think it's gonna dive straight into double bills. Um, I mean, I really want to watch the Secret Society of Second Born Royals. We can watch that. Do what, you can do what you like, mate. Sure. It's free country. Well, not not till two weeks' time. Or, we'll be on the July, July the 19th. Satire. Yeah, I'm quite behind. I'm at 128, and I should be at, like, 180. Mm. But, you know... I can't wait to do a special roundup with you at the end of the year. I'll do an interview I'm show. Gonna... Oh, yeah, you could. I'll do, I'll put it all in the, spread, in the spreadsheet, and then I can put additional information in. Because I'm writing it in a, um, in a notebook... Uh, obviously I'm limited for how much information I can put in because I'm limited by how big I made the, the writing out space to start with and then every so often I, th- I think I've said this on the show before I should have put like running time and notes sections and stuff but I remember all of them so I can just do that when I do my end of year roundup lovely stuff it'll be like an evening of unnecessary detail <laughs> oh you. Jessica this is a podcast of unnecessary detail <laughs> We know, given we no longer have day of funds, we could rebrand the show for Pandemic Times to Rosie and Jessica's unnecessary details. <laughs> Enjoy picking your film. I'm going to go and put thank you blackberry thank you. jam on a uh, muffin. Oh, that sounds delightful. We shall see you soon. Oh, do you want to do the outro? I hope not sporadically. Bye, Rosie. Bye, Jessica. You've been listening to Rosie and Jessica's, Rosie and day, Jessica's of fun. day of fun. I mean, absolutely, just ace that. Isn't it? it took us nine years to come up with that. over a hundred episodes of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun and you can hear them all in the podcatcher of your choice or at rosieandjessica.co.uk where you can also find show notes with links to everything we've discussed in this episode. We're on social media. Find us at facebook.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, on Instagram at Oh My Greyhounds, and on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. You can also email us on hello at rosieandjessica.co.uk. To support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a monthly subscriber via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica, or kit yourself out in Rosie and Jessica t-shirts and tote bags from shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. Enjoyed the show? Please rate and review us. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening.